Good morning. It's January 25th. It is a dark and unpleasant morning in New York on its way toward an even worse rainy day. The radar on the phone seems to show snow up in the Hudson Valley and across a wide swath of Pennsylvania, but down here it is supposed to rain because it never snows in New York anymore. Welcome to the Popular Cast. I'm your host, Tom Skoka, looking at the day and the news. A little later this morning, a Long Island Railroad train from Jamaica, Queens, will arrive at the new $11 billion Eastside Access Station underneath Grand Central. It's not real train service exactly, it's just a symbolic opening, but it's all kind of symbolic over there. The NBC4 website explains that along with the station, there are eight miles of tunnels to bring all 11 branches of the LIRR through a new East River Tunnel with a final destination below the current Grand Central. This new route will save commuters headed to the east side precious time. What it will do for commuters heading to the west side, where the LIRR used to go, to Penn Station, commuters who perhaps chose to live in Queens or on Long Island, specifically to get from point A to point B, well, changing point B probably won't save them time. But it's the MTA. The choices are build something sort of pointless and very expensive, or don't build anything at all. So here comes something. The Associated Press reports that Pope Francis, in an interview, said that laws that criminalize homosexuality are unjust and that homosexuality is not a crime. Still a sin. But the Pope said it's also a sin to lack charity with one another. Now that we're down to only one Pope, I'm sure no one will object to that teaching. In the Times today, on the front page, two stories about how many people are being killed with guns. It's a lot. Um, Ukraine will get advanced tanks, U.S. officials say, although it seems to be less that we are sending Ukraine M1 Abrams tanks than that we are saying that we will send Ukraine M1 Abrams tanks, which might take years to fulfill for the sake of convincing Germany to send Ukraine its coveted Leopard 2 tanks. The Defense Department, the story says, had expressed misgivings about sending the Abrams, citing concerns about how Ukraine would maintain the advanced tanks, which require extensive training and servicing. But the goal here is not to give Ukraine tanks exactly. It is to give Germany the political cover it sought to send its own tanks. Well, war really is diplomacy by other means. Speaking of convoluted thought processes, last week... I wrote something about a terrible opinion piece in the Washington Post, a cynical and stupid argument that Joe Biden's possession of classified papers should mean that Donald Trump should not face prosecution for deliberately refusing to let the government have back the classified papers in his possession. Now that dumb opinion is an even dumber news analysis in the Times from Peter Baker. Biden's errors on files blur Trump's case. Even if nothing comes of the new special counsel investigation into his team's mishandling of classified documents, Baker writes of Biden, politically it has effectively let former President Donald J. Trump off the hook for hoarding secret papers. Baker then notes the cases are markedly different in their particulars, as has been noted repeatedly. Mr. Biden has cooperated with the authorities, inviting them to search his home, while Mr. Trump defied efforts to recover documents even after being subpoenaed, prompting a judge to issue a search warrant. But they are similar enough that as a practical matter, Democrats can no longer use the issue against Mr. Trump politically, and investigators may have a harder time prosecuting him criminally. If only there were some sort of 
objective, third-party way of looking at the facts of the case through some lens other than partisan interest. Some people who could gather information and weigh it and assess for the public what that situation really is. But Peter Baker doesn't write about that. Peter Baker writes about the public perception. Except Peter Baker doesn't write about the public perception. He writes about what he says the public perception is. Here he says, the public perception that everyone does it will only be fueled by the latest discovery of classified documents at the Indiana home of former Vice President Mike Pence. A story which incidentally did not make the front page, but is over there on the other side of A17 with this one. As the New York Times actively takes steps to prioritize the information and show the public what matters. An alternative explanation or interpretation of what the Pence news means to the public trying to understand Trump's situation could be that Pence is diffusing the partisan confusion by showing another example on the Republican side of what happens when someone inadvertently finds himself in possession of classified documents and takes steps to conform with the law and return them, the thing that Donald Trump didn't do. You could write a news analysis column saying that the Pence news highlights the extraordinary illegality of Donald Trump's behavior and how bizarre it is that a search warrant and a raid were necessary to recover these materials. You could say that. If you read down in Baker's piece past the assertions about what the American public thinks, he talks about how a new poll indicated that most Americans think both Mr. Trump and Mr. Biden did something wrong. 77% of those surveyed by ABC News and Ipsos said Mr. Trump acted inappropriately in handling classified documents, while 64% indicated that Mr. Biden has. Another way of reading those numbers is that 20% more people think that Donald Trump did something wrong than that Joe Biden did. It goes on to say, many Americans do make a distinction on the degree of the wrongdoing. 43% said Mr. Trump's conduct was a more serious concern compared with 20% who said Mr. Biden's was more serious but 30% found them to be equally serious. So the largest group of people believed that Trump did something more serious than Biden. The number of people who think Biden did something more serious than Trump is less than half that, and the undecideds are in between. So the public, by these numbers, seems to have a decent understanding of the difference between the two cases. And Peter Baker, using the front page of the New York Times to offer his news analysis, is setting out to make the public less informed. That's the news. This went on too long. We'll talk tomorrow.